0: I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in love I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in love Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller And I'm Miles Spain,
1: and this is Fuck Buddies Dane, get in the trench Okay GET IN THE FUCKING TRENCH RIGHT NOW! (laughs) Get down! Get down! Oh my god, I can't believe- can't believe it's come to this. What's happened? The war on boys is real. And it's threatening the fabric of society.
0: I- I knew it. I felt it in my bones. I know. It's coming.
1: Like, yesterday, the role of the father was dismissed as unnecessary, while single motherhood was celebrated?
0: Unforgivable.
1: Honestly, I feel like a world that rejects the foundational attributes of masculinity is in danger of leaving itself vulnerable to the manifestations of evil. Society is failing boys by denouncing the very essence of their natures as that of the devil.
0: I I don't have anything to say other than just always agreeing with everything that you're saying about this.
1: Boys are just restless and rambunctious by nature, but but schools ban dodgeball, tag, and even recess. Without competition, without the beneficial loop of effort failure, effort success, boys become stagnant, left without the requisite skill set to contend with a complicated world. And as we all know... We need to recognize the inherent value of masculinity because emasculated men are prone to fits of rage and vengeance.
0: You know what? I was ironically being like, yeah, I'm going to play around, but
1: they're banning dodgeball? No, I'm pretty sure they're not banning recess in schools. I don't, hey,
0: hey, I don't care about recess. Yeah, but like. What I care about is dodgeball.
1: But if they're saying dodgeball, tag, and even recess in a sentence, and recess is bullshit, I'm less likely to believe dodgeball and tag.
0: That just sounds like bad research to me.
1: The boy who was told his innate str- nature is that of the devil is left an eternal struggle that becomes increasingly impossible to resolve as he becomes Who's a man. Who's saying this? It's the war, Who's on say- bo- Dane. It's the war on boys. It was declared. Did you not know this? Get down! <laughs> the bullets are fucking coming in.
0: <laughs> These aren't bullets. These are just sort of like crumpled up notes of a madman. Do you know? They're just. Do you know what the real problem is? I'm. Sh- is it again that boys are the devil? <laughs> it's self
1: esteem. We shouldn't be giving young boys self esteem. It says that despite their flaws and character defects, I'm fine just the way I am. Self-worth equips people with the power to contend with the world, but self-esteem leaves them to languish in their own inadequacy, never realizing their potential. (laughs) So there was a newspaper delivered to the mailbox of every building in my apartment today uh, called the Epoch Times. Have you ever read it?
0: um i don't think i've ever read it but it's like the little booklet thing right it's like a
1: it looks like a real newspaper you know oh like i get home and my girlfriend was just like enjoy and handed me the newspaper and like it's half of it is about how like china is like undermining canada at every turn and the other half is about like how Masculinity is under attack, and this whole thing is like the destructive follow the male emasculation. The second heading is the war on boys. War on boys is real. These were all quotes, by the way, and uh, none of oh, these yeah, reflect yes. my views. Yeah, um, no, I
0: think I think everyone gathered that you were reading off of some it's, lunacy. It's a
1: wild like article that claims that like because people are like rejecting toxic masculinity, that they're creating like serial killers and like school shooters and shit. But it's such a bizarre article because it's like, oh, self-esteem is the issue. And I'm like, yeah, because all the fucking incels who shot up schools are suffering from too much self-esteem.
0: Everything that they were saying is like the the, the actual causes of violence. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like stripping, stripping boys of their emotions and teaching them that the only way that they can achieve greatness is through like competition and success like that's the only way that they're they have a place in fucking the world is exactly what breeds just absolute lunacy like either either you hyper aggressive you know you make dudes hyper aggressive or you like make people super insecure that they like you said like become incels and become violent in other ways
1: so uh, manhood used to encompass responsibility stoicism honor and strength. There's an inherent nobility that characterized the man, a self-sacrificing meta-hero who could overcome hardship while adhering to a moral code. It gave boys and men something to aim for. But in today's world, masculinity is no longer a term of endearment, but rather a symbol of oppression and violence. Ugh. Like, this fucking sucks so much. I didn't know there was a war on boys, but damn, now we're in the trenches and we just gotta gotta go out and fish. There's literally a picture of a man fishing as part of this. It's fucking the dumbest shit. It also, like in a very weird twist, then also disparages like modern male murderers. Did you hear about the two kids up in uh, in Manitoba who like killed a bunch of people? Nope. It like happened a while ago where they like killed someone with on went like running and then like killed two more people. They basically say the someone like interacted with them. And then they have a quote from them, and it says, can't see those kids killing anyone. Can't even shake a hand properly, lol. Soft baby hands, he said in the Facebook post. <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, that's the problem, is we've turned all these kids into soft babies who no one thinks that they can kill them. Yeah,
1: far from the cold, calculating persona of Ted Buddy, I assume they mean Bundy, or Charles Manson. No, no,
0: no, no. we're talking about famous Canadian serial killer, Ted Buddy. <laughs>
1: Ted Buddy. Our modern killers are often just troubled adolescents, hell-bent on an irreversible path of destruction. What are you trying to say?
0: Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, are our serial killers not manly enough? Is that your big concern here? That we don't have enough macho killers running around? They killed, like, I think at least
1: three people, and this article posits that the real crime is that their hands are soft.
0: I mean, it it is an embarrassment. Not like our fucking... Real man's man, Ted Buddy.
1: Ted Buddy, the, the manliest serial killer ever. You know what weapon he
0: used, Dane? His bear goddamn hands.
1: No, just bears.
0: <laughs> That's he... what I mean. <laughs> he, he climbed inside of a bear mm-hmm. and used their hands.
1: And it was alive, too. You know how long you have to hold your breath to live inside a bear to kill someone?
0: Yeah, he then married that bear. Mm-hmm. Like a real man. <laughs> like a real man. He was inside <laughs> of it, so therefore he married it. Mm-hmm. Just beware out there. It's the war on boys. War on boys. Boys, you be careful out there.
1: Pew, pew. Harden up your hands before you go killing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, make sure. If you're going to go kill someone. Make you're to sure you a got, fucking handshake. Make sure you got tough, calloused man hands. Yeah. I'm sick of these baby hand boy killers. <laughs> baby
1: hand murders. Oh, that sounds like a good horror movie. Yeah, I, I read that and was just, I literally went through and underlined all these things. And I was just like retching the whole time. Uh guys, out there, you're fine. You're allowed to not be this dumb, stupid, outdated, bullshit version of a man that ironically enough caused all these fucking problems. Be the kind of man you want to be. That's all that's all it is. Once you're good, once you're like not hurting people.
0: Yeah. Once your hands are hard. If you are gonna hurt people, aspire to be like Ted Buddy. Ted Buddy. Canadian serial killer superstar.
1: The most friendly, most manly murderer
0: he was so polite about oh it.
1: man he was everyone's buddy that wasn't even his last name but they gave it to him after a stat they were like you know what fucking murderer but he was a good dude
0: yeah man he's a good He'd friend always, good they murderer always bring you like a 10 pack of Timbits. bits
1: oh yeah right. but the 10th one was just needles
0: <laughs> the 10th one was his fist
1: <laughs> and his fist was a bear's fist
0: <laughs> uh we should right. we should move on but yes we should but stay down stay in that trench don't look over is just uh, like the war episode.
1: No, you obviously we're in the fucking trench. Pew, pew. <laughs> Quick, throw a dodgeball at them.
0: <laughs> Wait, you can't. They banned them. I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to if they're actually banning dodgeball, that's the only way you'll get me on this side is if someone tells me that dodgeball has been banned, I'm. I'm going to start thinking there is actually a a war on boys.
1: (laughs) I also love it's just like, because women don't like dodgeball, right? Women can't be driven. Women can't like competition. Women can't be rambunctious and energetic, right?
0: That's not what they're saying. (laughs) No, you're twisting the words. Uh, What they're saying is dodgeball isn't ingrained into the DNA of women. It's not (laughs) crucial for the development of women. Women can function and become perfectly normal humans. And like you know, valuable members of society without dodgeball. I don't know. You Have you seen dodgeball them? from the male equation? And we're fucking useless.
1: And then we start murdering people. With their soft hands. You need a dodgeball really? in those hands to callous them up.
0: Exactly. You know how you fucking toughen up a man's hands? You throw <laughs> Give a, him a soft ball. ball that can't cause any injury,
1: even ball. if you throw it hard.
0: See, now it's supposed to be a nice, nice hard rubber ball that stings when you hit, whether you're really? catching it or you're getting. Yes. Man, that's why I turned out this way. Exactly. Soft baby hands, Spain. Are you ready? Yeah.
1: Where do you want to start? Because I got a fucking plethora right here.
0: I want you to get us out of the trenches first.
1: (laughs) We're never going to be a trench because guess what? This is one of the battles in the war on boys straight to the front lines. This is by throwery. Gullible, maybe. My wife went to weirdly elaborate lengths to manipulate me into dressing slash grooming the way she wanted. Hello. Background (laughs) info. I'm a 28-year-old male. Wife is 34-year-old female. Yes, I'm aware there's an age gap. No, I don't think it's relevant. We've been married for three years. Back in April, I started a new job working entirely from home because of COVID. On my wife having asthma. She didn't feel safe with me doing my old job. So anyway, when I got hired, they sent me a flash drive with the company software I would need to do the job. My wife collects the mail from the box on her way back from work and opened the envelope addressed to me with the drive, accidentally came in and gave it to me. With the flash drive was also a letter congratulating me on being hired and laying out the virtual office dress code i'd be expected to follow at the time i was like wtf but she said it made a lot of sense and it was a good idea so it'd be important for me to have to have ways to separate my work life and home life while existing in the same place and the dress code was one way to do it she's a psychologist so i trust her judgment on stuff like that seemed to make sense i guess the code was pretty standard tucked in polo and slacks nothing special weird part was that required all men to be clean shaven before the start of every shift And also, hair had to be short and neat. Kind of sucked because I've been growing out a beautiful beard that I liked. But I went with it because, you know, I'd already accepted the job, needed money. It wasn't that big of a deal, I guess. Fast forward six months on the Zoom call with some colleagues, and one of them comes in wearing a dumbass Pac-Man t-shirt. Coworker jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to know, is it just a Pac-Man t-shirt? And he's like, that's fucking dumb. Or was it like a really dumb one? Like Pac-Man talking about like bouncing alien cheeks at Area 51.
0: Yeah, it's like Pac-Man being like leader of the pack.
1: It's oh yeah, yeah. Or Pac-Man saying there isn't a war on boys. <laughs> Fucking dumb shit.
0: Yeah, Pac-Man holding a sign that says "Ban Dodgeball Now." Oh,
1: Pac-Man saying self-esteem is good. <laughs> a coworker jokes, maybe we need a dress code around here. You know, office banter bullshit. But of course, I was like, "Herpaderp." We do have a dress code, and they were like, "What?" So I made a complete fool of myself going on about how we definitely had a dress code and how, actually, they'd all been failing to meet standard guidelines for months. Ha, I was such a smug prick about it too. And then they were like, dude, seriously, there's no written dress code. What the fuck are you talking about? So I got to thinking. I knew my wife hated the beard. She'd said so several times, and I'd never actually been the one to open the envelope. A couple of days stewing on it, I said to her, did you make up the letter? And she just smiled and shrugged and was like, yep, like it was no big deal. I tried to get annoyed about it, but then somehow she got annoyed, saying how I never took her feelings into consideration, and the fact that she would have to go to drastic measures behind my back was evidence of how terribly important it was to her, and clearly I didn't understand that. So somehow I ended up being the one getting a lecture. I ended up apologizing even the classic yes ma'am treatment, you married guys know how that is lol, and got out of her office. But now I'm thinking about more, and I'm now again back to thinking it was fucked up. Like, this letter looked legit. She had the company logo in the top corner, printed the real address in the footer, found the name of my boss, signed off with his name, even wrote a whole female dress code section, although I was the only person who was ever going to see it, just to make it seem genuine. Thing took a lot of thought and effort, and it's just so fucking weird, right? Am I going crazy here, or is it really fucking weird? So now I'm torn. Not sure if I should keep following her dress code or not. I'm kind of in a good routine with it now, so it wouldn't be a big deal to keep it going. And I know she'll get super pissy and moody if I don't, but O-T-O-H... On the other hand, I'm worried if I do it, I'm going to start resenting her and feeling emasculated every day. Hashtag war on boys. I get dressed for work, you know? Plus, just big picture for a second. I don't think I should tolerate her doing shit like that, but maybe I am being insensitive. I don't know what to do anymore. What do you think? How should I approach this? To be clear, other than this one, admittedly bizarre incident, she's the best person ever, and I truly love it and enjoy being with her. I don't want to blow it into a huge thing if it's not one. Thanks for reading.
0: It is a huge thing, and she's not the best person ever. That is a wild thing what are you talking about like this is this is like serial killer shit on the level of ted buddy like this like, like, like this is this is absolute like peak sociopath nonsense the fact that she went to like like the the level of detail she put into this letter and the amount of effort that she put in one that means she went through your fucking mail
1: to do this which is a
0: federal crime at least here in Canada
1: too because like how quickly do you think she would have been able to type up that letter or maybe she found the thing withheld it for a few days like she could have fucked your work over if you were like under some kind of deadline or whatever like the whole thing, even just that process, is
0: fucked. I mean, like, like we can list off all the, the you know, situations and 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 how this could have been bad, but like, it is bad. It like, there's no redeemable. Like, the fact that you're like, oh, she'll be mad if I don't do, yeah, yeah. But like, who cares? Like, the fact that she is a psychologist and is using these like. Fucking wild ass games to literally control your life. Like this is some like Neil laboot fucking shape of things bullshit. Who the hell is that? Yeah, uh, he is a, yeah, he did shape a of play. Water? No, shape of water. It is bullshit. It's a it's a, it's a play where uh, the I I mean I don't want to spoil it. It's a great play. Don't, don't tell I, me.
1: Don't spoil it. There's so many people listening. There's thousands upon thousands of people <laughs> listening.
0: Um, if if you want, there's a there's actually a movie of it with Paul Rudd
1: hell yeah literally yeah. anything with Paul red i'm i'm on
0: oh my god i fucking just can't handle all of this like you need to end this relationship because yeah. here's the thing you saying oh hey this one time is a bit strange this is the time you caught her
1: that's the thing right you would have gone you could have gone forever without knowing you also could have lost your job or your friends in your job which you also might have done because if someone said that to me and was like hey Oh, but what about the letter? And then, like, you would either think they're crazy and making shit up, or that maybe their wife is a fucking psychopath and is fucking with them. And either way, you probably don't want to associate with that person. Or considering it has the boss's name on it, like, imagine if you had, like, lorded it over someone, or, like, been like, hey, you got to do this. What's his name? Told me. And it got back to the boss. You could lose your job because you probably look like a crazy person.
0: Yeah, I mean like like I said like there's so many there's like an infinite amount of scenarios how this could have gone worse than it is. Mm-hmm. And it's already like rock bottom bad. Yeah, like it really is. Like this is sort of like some of the like aside from like actual physical abuse, this is more like like this I can't think of a worse thing to do to a partner than to manipulate them so efficiently. Mm-hmm. Into being exactly what you want. Like, fuck this. You and need over, to...
1: over such a small thing, too. Like a beard. Imagine if she actually wants something.
0: Yeah. Like, you know? what's she going to do with, like, if she ever wants to have kids? Yeah. What's you know what I mean? like, like,
1: imagine you don't. All of it, a sudden, like, there's going to be like, holes in those
0: condoms. Exactly. Like, she has taken your consent. She's taken your free will. Like, she's taken so much from you. And... You need to understand that, like, the only way to get that back is to leave her because one, this won't stop. You've just proven that she can do whatever she wants to you, and you'll just be like, Well, this is fine. Like, you've opened the floodgates now. She now knows she has carte blanche to do whatever the fuck she wants to. Yeah. And this time, she just has to make sure she doesn't get caught. Mm-hmm. Like, I've... that's all that's happened in this situation. And even then, it's like the risk of getting caught has kind of
1: disappeared because she can flip around on you, walk off, and then you just go, Oh, well. It's easier. Like, I'm I'm married. You you men know what I'm talking about. Just nod to the wife. Am I right? No. Like, don't let yourself be abused like this. Don't let yourself be fucking manipulated and fucked over just because you don't want to have an argument. Because guess what? You're going to have an argument eventually. And it's probably going to be over a way worse situation. Or she'll just take over your life. Like, this is gone girl level shit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, I, like that's... And like, that. Like, to me... At this point, it's like, if she wants out of this fucking marriage, how do you think she's going to get out? Do you think it's going to be with a very rational conversation? No, it's probably going to be with, like you said, some gong Girl girl level, you know, Russian nesting dolls bullshit.
1: Yeah, this
0: like you need to have,
1: honestly, I would say just leave because it is a terrifying level of manipulation and distrust. Because again, if she didn't like your beard, she could just talk to you about it. And if she talked to you about it and you were like, yeah, okay, problem solved. And if she talked to you about it and you were like, meh, I want to keep it, problem solved. And if she didn't appreciate, if she didn't like take that answer, that wouldn't be cool. And that, that would be the way to do it. You know what I mean? But instead, I, as far as I'm aware, she didn't even mention having asked before. But like, I'm not sure if it's better or not that she didn't, right? Because if she did and didn't take no for an answer and manipulate it, that's fucked, But if she decided to not even take the basic step of asking you, and instead went to this, like how could you trust anything? (laughs) Literally, how could you trust anything from now on? Every letter you get, every email you get, every time someone says something to you, how would you ever be like, shit, is this not her manipulating me into something?
0: Or even like things as simple as like, oh, hey, do you mind while you're out? Do you mind picking up like some ice cream sandwiches? And she's like, ah, damn, sorry, I forgot. It's like, well, is that her telling me I'm fat? Like, It's like everything she does now, you're going to have to sort of like... Peel back. You're going to have to sure it. Yeah, which that's not a way to live a life. So I'm I'm 100% saying you have to end this relationship because at this point, she has removed all reasons for you to trust her and without trust as a fundamental like you know the foundation of a relationship it will not succeed it will only end poorly one way or the other i don't know how it's going to manifest as ending poorly but it will and that is a promise
1: yeah i don't think someone who's going to go to this much elaborate lengths all at the expense of your everything uh is going to have a rational conversation about this they're either going to flip it back on you like they already did or they're gonna like you know nod and wheedle and apologize and then just be more sneaky next time
0: that's the thing it's like the only reason she's ever admitted to it was was because she got caught like you said it's like she's only going to now be sneakier yeah and be more clever it's she's already proved that she's fucking crafty as shit and also like be careful when you run she seems scary i'm not gonna lie yeah this comes from reddit user unexistent username a girlfriend, 27, female, wants to become a food blogger and in a year spent over $1,000 in kitchen tools and cookbooks that she never used. What to do? I don't feel like she uses me, as some might think. I think she's stuck in this moment where she buys and reads a lot of stuff about blogging or cooking, but she can't find the courage to start it. She yeah, she has a part-time job, but I, a 30, 35-year-old male, pay for the majority of foods and bills. Uh, she doesn't earn too much. It's not a problem. She also cooks for us both of us and cleans the house. The problem is that since January, she spent over $1,000 in kitchen tools, cookbooks that she she doesn't even use, even if she says she wants to start having a food blog and a food channel. Uh, she continues to buy one or two more cookbooks every week or so. What can I do? I'd like to help her, be, help her out because she doesn't seem too satisfied with her life so far. Uh, so maybe that's why she started dreaming about becoming a food blogger it's as if this is her idea of a happy place. I support her, but I don't know how to let her start doing what she wants to do and not only spending money over it and dreaming about it. Is this difficult to start? Any advice would be awesome. Uh, And then he does do an edit. He says she, she pays for all of her own stuff, $50 or so a month. She puts the rest of the money aside uh, with his to pay for bills and stuff. She doesn't spend money on any other things. Okay, so
1: she's not spending his money on the stuff.
0: No, no, it's all her stuff. And then, like, whatever else she earns, she puts aside to contribute to bills and stuff.
1: Okay. Um, Well, that makes this so much less negative of a question. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, you know, if she's wasting her own money or whatever, like, presumably, it's bringing her joy. So she... Well, or hopefully, anyway. So it's not really a waste. Um, And I guess the real question is just, how does he help her?
0: Yeah, that seems to be his, like... Like, what can he do to assist?
1: Mm-hmm. I think, like, there are kind of two two things you need to do initially. One is do your own research. Like, look up people who have become food bloggers. Look up people who have become bloggers in general. And, like, kind of just read their experiences and see, like, how they did it. And, obviously, there's no kind of, like, one true path or whatever. It's It's always going to be mostly luck i think in, in things like that but mm-hmm. it might give you an idea like maybe there's a famous food blogger who has like a, a food blog book or you know something there's bound to be some website out there with at least some steps and at least that'll give you ideas and kind of like help ground you because i presume if you're not in the food blogging kind of like sphere you're you're probably not going to know that much about it so like try to educate yourself so that you can be helpful But secondly, is like being passionate because for all you know, she's already done all that research and she knows. And like, if you're passionate, and excited about her project, like that's going to help egg her on. Um, and I guess just maybe like sit down and talk to her and be like, Hey, do you have a plan? Like, is this something that you like seriously want to do? And if so, like, you know, what, what are the next steps and can I help or can I just support? But either way, I'm excited about what you want to do. So like, let me in on it. Or, you know, if she isn't going to do it, like, I don't know, do you have to have the question of, like, do you need to keep spending, like, a thousand dollars on cooking stuff for a whole, like, what, three quarters of a year is pretty hefty, I guess, depending on what you get, you know? But, like, surely there's a limit to what cookbooks and tools you need.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it'd be one thing, like, when he says she she never uses it's like, is she just buying, like the magic bullet or like, you know, all this stuff. And then it literally just sits on the counter. Or does he mean like, she's not using it for As her blogger. like food channel or blogger. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like, if she's like, he says that she cooks for both of them. Like if she's using the food processor and this and that, and that then like, cool. Like it's, it's being used. It might not be mm-hmm. being used for the reason she said she was buying it, but like, fuck it. Like if she enjoys cooking that much and she wants fancy tools and fun toys, then like, it's not really different than like me buying a video game and beating it in a month and not playing it again. Really? Yeah. Um, so like you touch on a lot of good points. I think one of the big things is, is to like, yeah, sit down with her and even I would even like be like, Hey, can you show me some of the, the channels that you like mm-hmm. and sit down and watch a couple YouTube videos with her? And that way you can sort of like wrap your head around what she's trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and like and then while you can, you're
1: watching that, you can also be like, oh shit, that's that's really like, you know, you did this dish that's similar to that, or like, oh, I saw you do a dish that was as good as that, or like your dish looked that good, you know, you can
0: support that way, hopefully, yeah. honestly. And offer suggestions, if you can think of them, as to how she can best sort of emulate what's happening. So even if it's a matter of being like, hey, if if you want to do this, like maybe on her birthday or for Christmas or something buy our camera and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like a crazy expensive good like like pocket digital cameras or even just a fucking tripod for our iphone yeah you know what i mean or like even like smartphones now yeah like my phone right now shoots 2k like you can you have a great camera in your pocket so just get her a tripod and start from there like recording on your cell phone isn't really frowned upon anymore because yeah. they're so fucking good. Like the only thing I would say that you probably need to invest in is like wireless mics. You know what I mean? Um, if she wants to sort of like narrate or talk, if she's just showing and doing whatever, it's like, then fuck it. Who cares? Um, and then sort of embrace her and like, give her the tools she needs to get going. Um, and then, and just kind of hope for the best. Like, even if it goes nowhere, even if like one person watches, once she launches it, share it on your Facebook, tweet it out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nothing's, nothing's better than seeing, like having your partners back in their creative endeavors, because that shit's scary. You know what I mean? Like any sort of like, if someone wanted to release a song or, a, you know, film a movie or post their photography, revealing your art to people is scary. Yeah. So and also, like
1: support is is so hard to get. And it's like, you know, having, Having you share and hopefully your friends then will share. It's like even just having those like 12, 20 people, whatever, share is going to be so good for her confidence and also for her branding. And like, you know, that's such a good way to help and a solid way.
0: It starts from like, like, I mean, that's how we started, right? Like we started with our friends. Oh yeah. And, like, and our friends shared it to our friends and, and it like, that's how you grow. And like,
1: it's arguably like, I, I, we've only had our friends really this, this whole time. You know what I mean? Because like, we've never had advertising. Yeah. Um, we've never like our, a social media we've been trying to push lately, but like in general, it's been like the people we know and thank you to all of you. Of course. Yeah. Um, and like, that's, that's incredible. You know, we appreciate it more than anything.
0: So, yeah, I think, I think that is the way to go about it. I think you need to sit down with her, sort of discuss a plan, um, be passionate about it. Like Niall said, be involved in it and then try to help her as much as you can. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't seem like she's going anywhere, if this just seems to sort of be like a pipe dream, that's taking her mind off of the, arg, you know, the, the pretty year, the war on yeah, goals. The, the pretty bleak year that it's been, then you know what? Let her be if it's not draining you of finances and whatever. Like, just let her do her thing because, like, why not? It's not hurting anyone. Yeah,
1: I would say a few things. Is one like exactly what Dane said. It's like it's not your money, which I thought what this question was going to be about because I'm so used to negative ask questions. So like, if if it's not crippling her debt wise, you know what I mean. Like, if it's driving her to the ground, sure, you can be concerned and you can bring that up. But like, if if that's not the case and if it just makes her happy and like. You know, everyone spends their money on something. So it's like, fuck it. You know, don't don't be the kind of person that like you have to go somewhere with this. Like hobbies can just be hobbies. And it's like we live in a world where that's kind of rare these days where it's like a lot of the time. It's like, what are you going to do with it, though? Like when are you going to make money or like, you know, so it's like maybe she has mentioned being a food blogger because she feels like she has to because everybody's hobby is kind of monetized these days. Yeah, um, everyone's
0: got that, like, side hustle. It's like, yeah, you, can, exactly. you can do something and not try to fucking, yeah. like you said, monetize it.
1: So if she's not, like, super into it, like, by all, like, let her, you know what I mean? Once it's not harming her or you, which it doesn't sound like it is. But on the flip side, like, don't also try to take over either. Like, as I said, like, by all means, you're on research so you can have, a like, a reasonable input. You know what I mean? So you're not just going in with your you know, your own ideas that may or may not apply to the industry, but like, it's very possible. She knows what she's doing and she knows more about the industry. So it's like, don't try to take over. Don't try to speak over her. Um, Listen, if she has stuff from certain like sources or research that she's done. And like, if you feel like one way is going to work, but she wants to go another way, like, you know, it's her project. So like, don't try to take it over. Don't try to like grab the, the, the wheel of the ship and turn it, you know, support. But, hopefully in a good way you know
0: just be like what can i do to help and yeah. then do that thing <laughs>
1: i look by all means if she's doing something crazy or like mad you can be like all right here's my advice but you know it is still her project and like i think sometimes people forget that and that could be yeah. helpful but good luck that's it's cool it's nice to to have somebody be positive all right ready for the next one mm-hmm. it's by Sapa papa four four two two oh oh wife is hitting me in my sleep Hello, Reddit. I installed cameras in my room yesterday and had them set to record, as recently I've woken up with scratches and bruises all over my body. I caught my wife doing this once the other night, and Reddit advised me to record it. And while I saw disturbing results, she shook me for a bit and gave me a punch to the thigh. I'm not sure how
0: I should handle this. She, like, the punch to the thigh was on camera? Mm hmm. Hashtag One, war on should, boys. You should, yeah, sleep war on boys. Um, <laughs> war on sleeping should, boys. Let sleeping should, boys lie. <laughs> You should never hit your partner, regardless of anything. Like, there's just so yeah. I, I don't think you need advice. It's like get out if your partner is abusing you. I, again, like I know that is a very simplified version of abusive relationships, but if you were like, hey, where are these coming from? And she was like, I don't know. And then you record her just wailing on you one night. Yeah. Then like you, the mystery is solved, and this person like is bad for you physically. And literally like Dane said, there's
1: no harm in like getting an answer off them first before you unveil the fact that you have a video of them, which is again, just a wild scenario. Um, I, yeah, ask them, be like, Hey, like, do you have any idea? Like what's happening here and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure they're not going to be like, yeah, when you're asleep, I fucking punch you motherfucker. Um, and then be like, okay, I have a video of you. Like, and by all means, one, make sure you're safe in this scenario. And 2 Maybe record the conversation, because if it's your wife and legal things happen, etc. Um, yeah, I would maybe say maybe have, have a friend this. over. I don't know.
0: but Or have the, the conversation in the room in which you've installed cameras. Yeah. Um, but I think the,
1: the thing to do here is, I don't even know if you have to talk to her about it. Because again, she's hitting you while you sleep. That's pretty like, there's no like coming back from that, I don't think. That's pretty yeah, fucked up. It's not like, well, you did this, and you're like, damn, you're right. That that does make it okay, because there's not much that makes it okay. If no, anything. I would,
0: I would argue that you shouldn't have this conversation, or like, I, you shouldn't reveal that you have footage of it. I think you should go find a divorce lawyer first mm-hmm. before you have this conversation. Yes, like, this yeah. This is what's happening. Here's what's happened. Like, here's the vi- the proof of it. Make a copy of it. Make sure there is backups of it with people that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um and and explain the situation and get the legal advice first True. because stupid shit happens and the legal system doesn't always like I hate to be the guy who's you know quoting the war on boys but like in in family situations like this the legal system doesn't always take the side of the dude especially in abuse yeah. cases
1: I think we we know that there are a lot of bullshit times when it definitely favors men like we're all aware of that but. There are also, on the flip side, a lot of cases where men, you know, like child custody cases, for example, like and yeah. do not do well in those, regardless of of anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you're right; abuse cases are the same. 100. Um, talk to a voice law- lawyer. Divorce lawyer. Divorce. Uh, you need to get out of this relationship because, like, that's a crazy fucking thing to do, anyway. And like, when does it stop? Like, when is a punch in the thigh not enough? Right.
0: That's the thing, and like scratches and shit. It's like I don't know. It's like if this is satisfying some dark urge, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what fucking kickboxing classes are for. Not, you know, nighttime fight
1: club. Okay, let's be fair. Let's not fucking talk down kickboxing. Kickboxing be great. It's not dark urges. It's
0: no, that's what I mean. It's like if you want to hit something, you go to a fucking multi class or you know a a boxing class or something, and you weigh a lot of bag for an hour.
1: Yeah, I assume it's just punishment. You know what I mean? It's it's she's getting her own revenge. What also worries me is like, how are you sleeping so thoroughly? Like, is she also drugging you?
0: Yeah, that that's like, my that like that, that was my first thing of being like, if someone hit me in my sleep, I would probably wake up. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Like, if it was very soft anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It, there's there's a lot of things happening here. But again, as with the other question, you just got to get out. There's like there's no there's no excuse here that would be like oh okay unless it's
1: some weird sleepwalking thing on her behalf maybe but even then i feel like talk to a divorce that divorce why do i keep saying divorce divorce lawyer and just get the next steps because like i'm sure even if it isn't that's probably going to be a defense in court and like maybe if you have consecutive videos of them just like coming up and fucking with you at night then i don't know either way divorce lawyer keep the evidence, keep it safe, and get the fuck out of there. No one, no one's, no one should be hit,
0: let alone yeah. when they're fucking asleep. Uh, okay, this comes from Reddit user Katie Utah. Do most people swear and talk dirty during sex? My husband and I, 24-year-old female, have been married now for a little over four months. Both strong Christians. Or we were both virgins when we got married, so figuring it out. But we are both addicted to sex. A few nights ago, my husband said something I've never heard him say. He said, I want your pussy so bad. I was shocked for a brief moment since he's always been so proper. But right after that moment, then I ended up being getting super horny and we had had the best sex we I've ever had. It made me want to talk super dirty to him uh, while having sex. Is that normal? It's all new to me. And since we have been very proper, I don't know how it came across or I don't want to come across as wild, but he started it first. Any advice would be awesome. Hey, he fucking started it. Hey, man, he said he wanted to Fuck my pussy. He started, he started it. it. He started it. Takes on the no one.
1: Oh, I'm I'm he started your it.
0: You're glue. What, whatever dirty words you say, bounce off me and stick to you. I know you are, but what am I? Just go for it. hundred percent. You guys are 21-year-old horny fuck children. Yeah. Like there's you're gonna want to do everything. Like every new thing that happens, you're gonna be like, this is the best. Also, let's point out, no
1: guy is gonna be like, oh, if you turn around like, hey, I love your dick. Or like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to have that dick. Or like, hey, your dick is really big. Or hey, your dick is the best. And also, because you're like a virginal 21-year-old, you could be just like, it's the biggest dick I've ever had. And it's true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you can also, like, there's so many things you could do. You could lean into, like, the good, you know, Christian woman and be very sweet and innocent and demure if, like, you know, talking dirty isn't your thing. But it's still dirty. You but it know what sound, I mean? like, sounds like she wants to talk dirty, though.
1: Sure. I think she's um, just worried that he will be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. thought you were my pure Christian wife. And she'll be like, you started it. Did not. <laughs> like, did um, do.
0: like you said, I highly doubt this dude is going to be like, ew. Gross. Why would you say that to me? Yeah, wait, you like my dick? Oh, ruined it. <laughs> um, and if for whatever reason he, you know, it kind of fucks with his vision of you mm-hmm. that's something you should talk about on another question um you can again like i said you can sort of like play the sort of you know oh this is this is so bad this is so naughty is this should we be doing like i'm sure he would love that where well i think if he
1: has an issue with you saying something like that back to him like It might happen. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's been a romantic teen, the most romantic teen his whole life. So romantic. And now that he's gotten married, like he has this vision of you in his mind. And maybe, and again, this is very plausible. uh, You saying something like, oh, I fucking want your dick or something. He's gonna be like, wow, that's not like the demure Christian wife I thought I had or something, which let's be fair is bullshit, but it's possible. At which point you guys need to do what people in good relationships should do and talk and be like, hey, I thought it was very sexy and you said a similar thing to me. I figured it would be the same. And, like, if he has this weird thing where he's allowed to be crass and sexual, but you're not, you guys need to hash it out. And you need to hash it out immediately. Like, not wait and, like, let it fester yeah. and be unsure if you can do it again. And, you know, it needs to be a thing that you bring up, like,
0: too sweet. Um, and it what? sets up a really healthy sex culture of being, like, When something comes up, you talk Mm -hmm. about it and and sort it out because, like, you're going to have the best sex that way. Yes. And your sex, you you love it right now. If you keep that up,
1: you're going to keep loving it more and more as you grow, as you mature together and as your healthy sex life flourishes. Um, Whereas if you get insecure and weird and don't do this, even though you want to and think it could be fun, or if he gets weird and you just kind of, like, let it slide by then you're going to always be terrified of taking any next step because you're not going to know what he wants or doesn't want. And instead of talking about it, you're just going to like, mm-hmm. so you can't do that.
0: Now, if he also isn't a big fan of you dirty talking, you could always forge a letter from his boss, mm-hmm. letting him know that it's actually company policy mm-hmm. to let your wife dirty talk you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because guess what? We're turncoats. We're gonna help you win the war on boys. Uh you gotta get that letter header right now from his work. You gotta get that logo, you gotta get their proper address. Find out his boss's name. Take open his mail. Get his flash drive. We we literally put the instructions in the question one. It was a secret.
0: Don't do that, please. <laughs> this don't. is our like this is our espionage, like our decoded mesh- messages to the women.
1: Yeah. We've been, this has been a, what What would their side be called in the war? I mean, just the girls, right? Girl power, maybe? I guess. Girl power sounds so juvenile. It's, it's like calling some of the proud boys.
0: Yeah, but you think the war
1: on boys is a juvenile? War on boys is the most serious thing I've ever goddamn heard, Dane.
0: Yeah, and, and like for advice in terms of dirty talking, if you don't know how to do it, the best way, I like the best advice I've ever heard, given to people who are like i don't know how to dirty talk I, 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 I just ask them what they want to do to you like ask questions to what they're saying um mm-hmm. obviously there's a there's a point of diminishing returns where it might just seem like you don't know what, what do you want to, it.
1: what do you want to do my pussy what do you want what what do you want to do with it yeah
0: Hello? i also like the the question you asked like if he's like i want to fuck your pussy why <laughs> why do you want to fuck it that's not the right question who how? who do how? you want to fuck it with or where? Like there there are Where do
1: you want to fuck by pussy? I guess which room I guess. Okay. Yeah. Alright, I thought you were like where like it's like it's it's a pussy, it's it's a singular location. Also just like be honest, like you don't have to like watch a porn and be like, Well shit, I need to call him daddy. You can do what you want, you know what I mean? Just be like, Hey, I love your dick. Like that's that's some good dirty talk right there, and that's hopefully honest.
0: Yeah, and like um, if you got turned on by him saying that he wants your pussy Mm -hmm. there's no harm in you just when you're horny returning the favor and being like hey i really want your cock right now yeah that's like you're just follow his lead he Mm -hmm. started it after all he fucking started it
1: i learned Um, it from watching you (laughs) (laughs) um
0: but yeah it's it's super easy like you guys have like like i said like this is sort of the floodgates are all the baby Like everything you're going to do is going to blow your fucking mind most likely. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find what you like, what you don't like. Good news. You found what you liked pretty much right off the bat, or at least one of the things you like. Mm -hmm. Play with it. So lean into it, play with it, figure
1: it out. Oh, and also a great thing to do is to tell him that you were really turned on when he said that. Yes. Because maybe he was insecure about saying it and maybe he doesn't know whether or not he should have. And it might be that he will never say it again for that reason. Yep. You know? And you could literally just go up to him, like whisper in his ear and be like, Hey, it was really hot when you said this. And guess what? I want your dick. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Cause like positive reinforcement when somebody does something you like is very essential.
0: Yeah. Because like, it's hard to like gauge whether someone's into certain things. And mm. if you, if you're not sure as a good sexual partner, you know, I, I wouldn't push it until I was uh, sure. But again, yeah. as a good sexual partner, I would talk to them. Yeah. Um. I would institute. As, as a couple, as young as you guys are and, and new to sex, I would definitely institute sort of like a post sex chat. You know what I mean? Like when you're cuddling and doing your sort of like, you know, po- post fucking, uh, cuddled or cleaned up or whatever, kind of give a rundown and be like, I've really, really liked that. That was really good. Like, I like this position. I like that. If we do it again, can we try this? And like, open up these like sex doors that you've had closed and chained for so long mm-hmm. And and let the good times fucking flow, baby.
1: To be fair, they're already really good at assigning blame. Like, he started it. So, like, <laughs> when you're done, immediately try to pin it on the other person. Like, all right, you ready? One more? Yeah, we get one more. One quick. Okay. This is off. Brand new friend of the show off Twitter. They're going to be Agent, Agent Cerebellum. And they say, need dating advice, ASAP. I was flirting with someone, so gave them my number. After a week of flirty texting, they told me they're married! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Uh, Their feelings towards me seem to be growing, and so are mine towards them.
0: Okay, so you didn't know when it started. That oh, sorry. Sucked. There's a
1: little bit that I don't know if it got del- deleted, but it's still in our thing. I really like this person. I think they do too. But I don't want to be a home wrecker. What do I do?
0: Yeah, I mean, the the ver- it's a very easy like. Don't pursue this. Um. Yes. There's. There's there's nothing beneficial to ruining someone's relationship because it's it's like if you're a decent person, that's going to weigh on you and it's going to directly affect the relationship you have with that person. And I, and there's no going back from it. There's no way like I like how is that your love story? Yeah. And I'm not saying that every person needs this grand love story, but like imagine this all works out great. Cool. And your kids are like, so how would you meet? It's like, well, I stole your father from his current relationship. It's it's bad mojo. Um, I think what you need to do is just sort of you need to cut ties. I think be like, hey, unfortunately, I'm really into you, but you're in a relationship and that's a shitty thing to do to someone. And I'm not a shitty person. Sorry, but, you know, I'm out. Yeah. And you don't even have to be like that
1: aggressive. You know what I mean? You no, can just, no, you do, you do. <laughs> We're
0: on boys. We're
1: on boys. No, I do agree with Dane entirely where it's like, it does suck being in this situation because you're not the one who made these promises, right? You're not the one who's technically beholden to, to this kind of like pact that they've made. You're just a, a free agent, a single person. And it's like, if they like you, you know, you're not betraying anyone's trust who you know, or who you've made a promise to, but you are fucking over someone's marriage which is like a pretty big deal. And as Dane said, like there's no real benefit for you. It's like you're either, they're going to leave their uh, husband or wife. I'm not sure the genders in this equation. And it's like, if they do one, that's a lot of pressure on you all of a sudden. Right. Cause now it's like, if you know, after a few weeks, things don't work out, you're like shit. They threw away their fucking relationship for this. Their marriage, you know, they're getting divorced now, but two, it's like, presumably for all their friends and family, like you're going to be that person again, if it progresses to this point. Um, and if it doesn't, then what's the point? Like, if you, do you really want to ruin someone's kind of like relation, like strong relationship like this, just for like a fling, you can get that I'm sure somewhere else. Right. And again, like Dane says, it's like, if it does go anywhere, which presumably would be the point, it's going to be poisoned and weird. And if it ever somehow gets good, how are you ever going to get it out of the back of your head? that they broke up their marriage to get it with somebody else. Like, are you going to be able to be like, I trust them?
0: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's such a sort of, I think it's a little bit of a toxic rhetoric to be like, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. No, But but... like, it's like if, if I started a relationship with someone who left their partner to be with me because of like, I was courting them outside of their relationship. I would a hundred percent be like, cool. When does it happen to me?
1: Yeah, it's sets a real bad precedent.
0: So I I just don't think there is a healthy way that is respectful of your like self worth. You know what I mean? Because like, there's also a very good chance that this guy is going to be like, you know, the the classic. Oh yeah, I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her. Mm-hmm. We just have to and wait. It's not the right time. Along, yeah, or it could be a girl think, either. Like, I don't know the gender. Exactly. The sorry. Question. Yes. Um, but like, that's a pretty common trope in extramarital affairs of them sort of like keeping this secret affair on the side going and constantly dangling that carrot of being like, I just have to wait until this, like, it's a bad time, you know, a pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
1: And it's like, you're worth more than that. You know, you're worth more than the weight of somebody else's broken marriage on your shoulders. You're worth more than like the antagonism of their ex spouse, which again also could be putting you in danger. Like you don't know, these people but people can get pretty upset about cheating and a broken marriage and who knows kids and houses like she can get messy and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of that yeah and and on top of that it's like you have all this weight of the marriage and of their expectations and of the family and like random strangers hatred and all this shit was like you could just go out and find somebody new who isn't entangled and like respect yourself you know what i mean because you don't deserve that you deserve more
0: uh, this person has shown how much weight they put on relationships. And like, to be fair, it could be a marriage that's about to break down or they could be yeah. whatever. But
1: again, like that's a them problem and not a you problem. You can't be making excuses for them. If their marriage is bad and they want to get out of that marriage, then let them know they can talk to you after that happens, you know, but don't stay along for the ride. You know, this
0: thing is like any- anyone like, I don't know. I- unless it's like an abusive relationship in which like someone can't get out because of their life. is in danger. But Mm -hmm. like if your marriage is just failing, that doesn't absolve you of the responsibilities of that relationship. No. You know what I mean? So if, if it's that situation, if, if sorry, man, your marriage is shit, but like you're still married. So either take responsibility of it, fix it or get out of it. Mm -hmm. You don't get to sort of like use that as an excuse to be a shitty person.
1: Yeah. Like, honestly, my advice would be to like, if things are very obviously flirty, just be like, hey, I know you're married. Honestly, I'm not really comfortable with this. Sorry. And if they mess you and be like, hey, but I just want a friend, then that's probably not what you want out of it anyway. And I also imagine it's a lie. Or if they're like, well, it's a bad like marriage or whatever, then you could just be like, okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. But like, you know what, if you end up getting a divorce, or you end up like, ending this then then let me know but until then like i hope you guys manage to work it out or you know good luck and then hey if if they're serious and if they do break up with their shit it's probably gonna be really nice for them to to have someone who's on their side who they know understands the situation and who they're attracted to and get on with and if they were never going to do it in the first place then you're better off because you've gotten out of this shitty like being strung along awkward situation i think that's probably the most positive thing you could do or you could just stop contacting them because again imagine if you were married and your spouse was doing that that'd be pretty shit
0: yeah honestly i wouldn't even say the whole like if you do break up because like all they have to do is just be like yeah i broke yeah. up with them." Yeah. you know what i mean i would just say i'm sorry you're in a relationship and i don't feel comfortable having this sort of contact with you sorry you know hands up back away all right we gotta end this boy all right I've got one profile for our red flag series. Good. That's all we need. That's all, all right. we have time for.
1: This is Kelsey. I'm 33, newly single, 5'2, 120 pounds, conservative. Wasted time is worse than wasted money. Don't waste my time. Five words to describe me funny, adventurous, stoner, nature lover, opinionated. Do you want to repeat those? No, no. Are you sure?
0: Oh, okay. She says five words yeah. to describe me, not five things. Nope. Yes. Uh, yes, yes.
1: I'm a true Aries. Love watching hockey and football. Love animals. Have a Doberman named L'Uil and an African Euromastix lizard named Bubba. Looking for my teddy bear. I love beards and men who are tall. If you smoke weed, bonus. If not, we can work on it,
0: lol. Now, when she said she was 120 conservative, does that mean she is conservative in political views? Or is the 120 a more conservative weight? <laughs> I don't know. That would be a wild thing to be like. It's the one
1: twenty if we're being conservative about it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, there's no real red flag here. Like, it's not a good profile. Like, there's, I, I mean, I guess, like, like I, again, conservative red flag for me, mm-hmm. but not necessarily for other conservative people. Um, I guess the like, you know, if you're not smoking weed, we'll work on it. That's coming here, right? I feel like that's also just kind of a like, you know, shitty. Dig joke thing. Like, I don't imagine they'll probably. I at least I hope they're not going to be know, like. 100 going. We're going to gonna teach you to smoke weed. Damn it! They're 100 going to. Also, it's a very strange position to be like. I'm conservative, but I also smoke weed and I love nature. Yeah, it's like. Well, you <laughs> might want to review your political views then, because like yeah. those aren't exactly on the top of the list. Yeah, but also like the the
1: fact that that like I'm conservative, but I also like things that aren't valued by conservatives fierce five words but i'm gonna use six and then i'm a true aries that killed it for me
0: oh i forgot you said that yeah no that's a that's a zero you know what the only thing here that i like actually
1: because i dog- doggo? yeah the doggo man the doggo and the fucking lizard which i don't even know what that is but it sounds really cool let's look i it like up. dobermans yeah dobermans are fucking good boys uh apparently Euromastics are the best pet lizards they're they're chunky boys, and I'm okay with that. So that that kind of saves it for me. But no. Also, I'm looking for my teddy bear. That's weird. Did you lose it? I, I think. Did he, did she? Where'd she lose it? Do I have to help oh. her look? Right, this is a bad joke, and I hate yeah, it. I know it's awful. Let's let's finish <laughs> the shit. Thank you, everybody. We love you.
0: Uh, thank you very much for listening. It is always no, a pleasure just, just to treat me. Yeah, I my mean, thank we you can wasn't both good enough. Thank people. No, not really. You said like I didn't uh, say
1: mine. You know what? We're done. Right? This is the last. You're waging war you on this boy.
0: <laughs> I told you I'm a turncoat. I don't believe in it. We, we love you very much. And we hope you're being safe and, you know, taking care of yourself and each other. Mm-hmm. If you have a question for us and you want to ask a question for the, the podcast for us to give you advice on, you can find us on Facebook at FCK buddies podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can hit us up on Instagram at fuck buddies podcast. Uh, where else? Email. You can hit us up on email, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit us on the internet at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for the song paper stars.
1: And thank you, everyone, who's just been been awesome. We love you guys.
0: Yeah, also we have like more listeners now in the Philippines than we do in like the United States. Man, Philippines are the best. We love you Somehow, guys. Somehow I I I assume it's all you know, our, our two super fans and mm-hmm. friends of the show that's just slowly taking over the Philippines for us. So we love you guys. Thank you very yeah. much for listening.
1: Two best friends of the show. And hey, if it's not from them, feel free to let us know. But we're just gonna assume it's them because they're the fucking yeah. best. Absolutely. Also, we were number twelve and or sorry, we were number nine in Finland this week, down then to twelve. So to all the Finnish listeners, hell yeah. Do you have some sex writing? This is not bad sex writing. Okay. There's a, there in the doorway is a tall, breathtakingly handsome dinosaur, shirtless and chiseled <laughs> in all of his muscular glory. He's covered in tattoos, giving his scaly green canvas a more exotic edge, and his eyes are wide and yellow. His face is covered in a perfectly timed five o'clock shadow, not long enough to be a beard, but perfectly emphasizing his dark features and strong jaw. His hair is long and dark, providing an angry, gothic frame to his handsome mug. Sorry, angsty, gothic frame. You'd like him. He's spooky. He appears to be a parasaur office. I'm vaguely aware that I'm supposed to respond at this point, but I'm too entranced by his shirtless body to say anything. He's damn near comically toned. His rugged, prehistoric shape, something that shouldn't naturally exist outside of pages <laughs> of fitness magazines or romance book cover. I've seen plenty of handsome dinosaurs before and still managed to maintain a coherent conversation with something about Snape. Twists my brain completely around on itself, rendering me
0: helpless. I'm sorry. The the body of this dinosaur shouldn't exist in a fitness magazine? Sh- should only exist in a fitness magazine. Or what was the other thing? A romance cover. Those are the only two acceptable places for this super jack tattooed dinosaur.
1: Mm-hmm. And okay. this is trans wizard Harriet Porber and the bad boy Parasaurolophus by Chuck Tingle.
0: Now, does it look like like is it a lizard person or is it literally just a dinosaur? Uh, it's a dinosaur person. Okay, I'm telling sa- like, gonna... you right now.
1: Please, I'm right do here. Me. I'll do
0: it. I'll be honest. I'm am I'm gonna jerk off to it because this dinosaur sounds spooky and very sexy. Yeah, this dinosaur's a babe. That's gonna do us for. <laughs> oh boy, maybe we'll. I'm gonna post this on the old Instagram tonight.
1: Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna pop back in for a tiny little snippet more. Can okay. you go longer? The dinosaur questions. Sexualis secundus, I announce proudly, waving my wand in the air. The two of us watch as my clip begins to swell again. Incredible, Snape remarks with a grin. I also love how this dinosaur is clearly meant to be Snape.
0: If I was going to describe Alan Rickman in the Harry Potter movies, this a- is-
1: Tattooed, sexy,
0: prehistoric. Yeah. Just impossibly jacked.
1: Okay, one more. I'm sorry. I'm gay, Bumbleborn says. Uh, what? I stammer a little confused. That's cool. I just want to say it clearly in the story instead of claiming years later, it was there in the subtext (laughs) the whole time. The woolly mammoth (laughs) continues. (laughs) (laughs) Tertingle is my hero. And that's Uh, why for one, we had good sex writing.
0: Thank you very much for listening, friends. This is going to do us. I'm still processing anal mom. So there's going to be no comment this week again. Wait, anal mom? She's one of the generals in the war against boys. (laughs) I bet. My name is Ted Buddy. I am the boy general. And we've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> Good night.